Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today include Neil Dickinson. He is the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. And Tom Nixon is joining us once again, the regional coordinator with the Toward Zero Deaths program. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Well, here we are. Uh, the holidays are upon us. Big travel time starting today, I hear. This is kind of the, the the time when people are starting to roll in and roll out. So maybe let's talk about some of the precautions folks should take when they're hitting the roads this holiday season. Neil, we'll start with you. Well, you know, we do anticipate an increase in traffic, uh, you know, like you said, starting today. And that's probably going to run until the end of the year, New Year's Eve type of thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, around Christmas time, we do see a lot of... Uh, vehicles on the road, increased uh, uh, traffic, you know, people going um, to see, uh, uh, you know, loved ones, family members. And uh, just want to remind everybody, especially with the way the weather has been lately, um, I know um, this morning just in the in the Duluth district, for instance, we had uh, a few crashes. Mm-hmm. It gets a little bit icy. So the roads were, were kind of wet. And then all of a sudden you got maybe around a corner on a bridge deck and it, it changes really fast. It ices up. Right. And if you're going too fast for that road condition, obviously you can lose, contra- or lose control of that car and, uh, you know, possibly going off the road. Worst case scenario, you get involved in maybe a head-on crash or rear-end the vehicle in front of you where some, some injuries could happen and uh, hopefully, you know, no fatalities. But just be careful. I mean, especially now with, the, with the, an increase in traffic that we're seeing, mm-hmm. make sure we're increasing your following distance. And uh, that can make a huge difference. And we talk, always talk about avoiding your distractions. Yes. <laughs> uh, drive to uh, the road conditions. We all have to drive with due care. That is a state law. And if we keep those in mind uh, and we don't drive impaired and we pay attention I, um, 100% of the time, you might be able to avoid a crash. Mm-hmm. Or if someone else is making a mistake on the road, which there are bad drivers out here. Yes. Um, we might be able to avoid something that happens that another driver makes an error in front of you. So okay. be careful where your seatbelts, you know, all, all of the major contributing factors that we see out here, uh, why people are crashing with driving under the influence, wearing your seatbelt, driving too fast, um, driving distracted. Mm-hmm. If we can avoid those, pay attention and, and uh, follow all this, the traffic laws your chances of getting into a crash are greatly reduced. And let's go for that, absolutely. Now, you mentioned this as part of that uh, DWI enforcement. So I'm guessing they're going to pump that up here during the holidays? It has been running every weekend uh, since Thanksgiving, and that's going to run up until uh, New Year's Day. So 300 law enforcement agencies in the state of Minnesota are are getting involved, Mm -hmm. along with State Patrol here locally. You know, you you got the Brainerd Police Department, Crow Wing County, Morrison County, basically all statewide. Extra officers on the road, and and they're focused on impaired driving. This is one of the high times of the year, isn't it, for, for those to happen? It, it is, yeah. Well, you know, Christmas uh, stat-wise is, is down, which is good. That's good? Yeah, so okay. people are getting the message. But New Year's Eve, um, yeah. <laughs> New Year's Day kind of gets about in the middle of the holidays as far as DWIs for numbers. Mm-hmm. We want to keep those numbers reduced to zero, right, yeah. we, in in we're trying to let everybody know, you know, hey, we're out there in force. We're looking for this. Mm-hmm. Plan ahead, right? It's not worth it. Right. If you're going to be hosting a party, for instance, right, make sure everybody has a ride home, safe ride home. That's kind of your job as, as a host, too, if alcohol is being served. Right. Prescription medications, um, mm. along with a combination with alcohol, that could be kind of a bad combination as well. And, right. 
if you think you're under the influence or you you know something's going to affect your ability to drive, it's not worth it. If mm-hmm. you feel different, you drive. Different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Make prior arrangements, right? I mean, they have um, cabs, um, Uber. You name it, there's alternate transportation out there. they got um, a new thing in the Lakes area here. The lift has come to Lakes area. So. I've heard that, so that's good. Yeah, not yeah. not to advertise for one over another. You know, there, there's a right. lot of opportunities to get a ride home that uh, um, I don't even want to start name, naming <laughs> other companies. But, <laughs> right. you know, those folks that are familiar with that, when they come up from the metro, just be aware that uh, it's here. It's, mm-hmm. in, it's in Brainerd. It's in Crosby. It's in Deerwood. It's... It's in the lakes area, so you right. have opportunities. Um, even if you poor pl- poorly plan, mm-hmm. you still have an opportunity to make that up by not getting behind the wheel. Absolutely. Right. So, you know, you, if you plan on not consuming that many alcoholic beverages, but you find yourself in that situation, yeah. there's al- alternate options for you. Make sure that you're using one of these services. Or another thing, if you, if you see somebody that looks like they're impaired and they shouldn't be driving, step up, say something. Stop them, yeah. Right? Yep. Stop them, offer a ride home, or get them alternate transportation because right. we don't want to see a crash. We don't want to. We don't want to put anybody in jail. I mean, you think about that's going to ruin their holidays, totally. right? Totally. Yeah. Um, it costs a lot of money. Your insurance rates. Um, you're going to spend the night in jail more than likely that evening if you're stopped and arrested for driving under the influence. Right. But the worst thing that we're going to see out there is a crash with injuries or a fatality. So it's not worth it. And of course, there's always the option, just make the party a slumber party and stay the night. Crash on the couch. There you go. All right. Um, You mentioned this a little bit with driving with the conditions, but let's also talk a little bit more about winter driving. We're not having to deal with a whole lot of snow in this area uh, as of late, but we know it's coming. And uh, lots of factors go into winter driving. And I know a lot of folks are saying, you know, Check your tires, especially too. Your t- yeah, check your tires. That's that's uh, a very good point. Um, take a, you know, get in the habit of looking at them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know tires can be expensive, but you know what's it worth? I mean, yeah, and, something and I've, crash. <laughs> I've seen, I've investigated serious injury fatality crashes where mm-hmm. tires have been below the state average of two thirty seconds. But you know, you can generally look at your tires, and if the tread is pretty much gone on them, it's time to get new ones. So talk to your local dealers or your mechanic. Mm -hmm. Ask them what is a good all-season tire for your vehicle, Mm -hmm. and if you can afford it, winter-type tires are the way to go. They're they're pliable. They they actually work a lot better. Mm -hmm. Just for instance, with us with the State Patrol, we have winter-type tires and we have all-season tires. Okay, and we have all-wheel drive squad cars. But I noticed the difference with winter tires. Um, versus all season, it mm-hmm. makes a big difference. And even with all wheel drive car, interesting, it, it really does. So slow down, and you know, with the weather here, just we had frost in my area the other day. It wasn't snowing, Mm-mm. and we were very busy. Uh, I would say about three, four days ago. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't um, take snow or like a drizzle type of thing. Mm-hmm. Frost can also ice up them roads too. So we always yep. have to be careful and and, and uh, look at the forecast. Right. Five eleven mn dot org. Great app. We talked about it last time I was on here. Yep. Use that app before you're going to take off. It has road conditions. It has uh, a whole bunch of information on it to keep you safe. Absolutely. And if you've got a long distance to go and the weather is a little bit iffy, always pack that uh, survival kit, right? That helps. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Warm blankets, uh, flashlights. Chocolate. Well, it doesn't last in my car, but <laughs> right. it's a good idea in theory, right? <laughs> there you go. Throw it in the trunk. Keep it away from you. But <laughs> Very good. All right. We'll encourage folks to do that. All righty. Anything else that uh, we want to mention before we turn things over here to Tom, Neil? Well, you know, if you are involved in a crash, yes. for instance, um, the advice is if your car is in a uh, – if you're on a highway and your car is blocking and you can move that vehicle out of the lane of traffic, by all means, 
um, get it out there, be, get it out of the way, because we don't want any secondary crashes that will right. happen. So if you are involved in a crash, check on the other party. If there's another person involved, make sure that nobody's injured. If they mm-hmm. are injured, make sure you're calling 911 reporting that incident. Know where you're at. All mm-hmm. state highways, state roads have mile post numbers. Get in the habit of looking at those. Yep. So when you do call um, the state patrol or 911, um, you have an idea on where you're at. Mm-hmm. That can make a big difference, especially if somebody's injured. Right. Right. That, that we can get the first responders, the ambulance, police out there, state patrol, uh, sheriff's department. It's going to cut down our um, arrival time uh, great, greatly if you know exactly where you are. Right. I've and made it. Last time you mentioned this, I think we talked about this last year, and you mentioned it, and I made a habit of doing that just because I drive to Duluth so often like you do. And right. just kind of keeping them, you know, when you're in those stretches where there's not a lot going on and not a lot of activity, knowing that mile marker, at least one of them in the area, kind of where you are is a good idea. Exactly. Um, we're going to ask for when I get up to a scene, I'm going to secure that scene with my squad car. I'm going to have lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to ask for additional resources as well to, to keep everybody safe. I'm going to ask for a driver's license. I'm going to ask for proof of insurance. And really quick, I'm going to ask you what happened. I'm going to get grab that information. I'm going to try to get back into my car where I have some safety as mm-hmm. soon as I can. We uh, want everybody to stay in their vehicles as well. That's where you are safe. Put your seatbelt back on. Okay. And um, we're going to do is try to get that information into our system. If we can move that vehicle off of a highway, we're definitely going to do that. But... Um, let our dispatcher know exactly if there's injuries, where, where you are, and if you need a tow truck. Okay. Uh, and then we can get everybody started, and it, it really helps out clearing that scene as soon as we can. All right. And if you're that bystander, if you're not the emergency responder, um, you know, being out on the road is a risky place to be. Yeah, if we know if there's a crash there, there's a good chance someone else can get there with their own vehicle. So um, put yourself in the right spot. And that, that means if you're not trained to do something, don't put yourself in a predicament. And mm-hmm. if, uh, that means you park, you know, upstream from this crash. So if people are coming around the curve, uh, they, they may be, you have your hazards on, on the side of the road or something, but don't try to block traffic. Don't try to direct traffic. If that's not something you know how to do. Right. Uh, but using your phone and getting some help coming is the most important step there. Absolutely. And of course, like you said, know where you are. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, I we think we're going to talk, if we have time at the end, we might bring this up another time, but talking about what to do if you are pulled over with an yes. officer. Is there anything you want to know right away? We can well, touch on I, it quickly. Yeah, I've seen it. We talk about paying attention. I've, I've been behind vehicles trying to go to an emergency situation with lights and sirens. Mm-hmm. They don't notice I'm behind them. Oh, boy. Right? So the, the recommendation is look in your rearview mirror. Always look in your mirrors. Every five seconds, glance around. Know, mm-hmm. know what's going on. Turn those radio down, the radios or, or the music down, because sometimes if they're too loud, they don't hear our emergency sirens behind them right. as well. So yep. watch for us. If you happen to see lights behind you, the law says, and we want you to do is pull over to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on a two-lane highway, get as far enough over as you can. Give us some room. If you are stopped, put your car in park. Kind of put your hands where we can, like on the steering wheel type of thing. It's just an officer safety thing. Right. Um we're going to explain the reason why we stopped you, and we're going to ask for your driver's license and for proof of insurance. Have a, You can have it on your cell phone, proof of insurance, but we, we recommend that you have an actual hard copy yeah. in your car because yep. I don't like taking somebody's cell phone back to my car right. to get that information. Yeah. So that if people know that, I think they're going to probably have yeah. print a copy off in their vehicle. So um, be polite and honest with the police officer. That might help the decision-making mm-hmm. because we you know officers have discretion on – Citations are warning, and of course, every situation is different. But yeah. uh, if you do all those things and, and um, be polite, and remember that every time that you have contact with state patrol, most police departments, that is recorded into our systems. Right. Next time that 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 person or that vehicle gets stopped, 
we're going to have prior history of that as well. So you can see if they've been warned a few times. Mm-hmm. And you can see the too many warnings are there. You can see where a citation is probably warranted on being issued right. at that point. So Okay. So just use a little common sense. If you get pulled over, just keep those hands on the wheel and listen Correct. to the officer. Obey, to, obey yeah. all traffic laws and yeah. equipments. You know, your cracked windshields, tinted windows. Oh, yeah. Make sure all your lights are working. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your chances of seeing us are, are going to be greatly reduced. Wonderful. We'll try to avoid you at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal, Neil. All right. Uh, Tom Nixon, let's talk a little bit about uh, some things that are cooking with Towards Zero Deaths. For those who are not familiar with that program, give us a little quick um, you know, update a, on what that's, that's about. That's good. I haven't talked about that for a while. <laughs> what is TZD? TZD mm-hmm. is a traffic safety effort uh, towards zero deaths. Our goal is to reduce serious injuries and fatalities on our roads to zero. Uh, we use our engineers, our educators, our enforcement, and our emergency trauma services folks to get to that goal. And how things uh, occur is we look at a crash, if, if one happens, and try to figure out how to prevent it from happening again. Mm-hmm. And then we work on the front side. So we prevent that from happening. It's through those other efforts of enforcement. Uh, and then we go around and educate, like our opportunity sure. today. Yep. And so I think um, it's it's. Worth knowing uh, today, unfortunately, I don't have uh, this is one data point that's not so great, and then the rest gets better. But <laughs> we are a little ahead of last year. We are at 367 mm. lives lost this year versus 336 this time last oh, year. Boy. So we're, we're up, uh, and what that means is people didn't come home. They didn't, they didn't go to work. They didn't do the things that they would have done the next day uh, right. because of what happened on the roadway. And those crashes, when someone makes a mistake, um, we, we think, well, that those are a situation we want to have uh, prevented from happening again. Right. When a crash happens, somebody's made a mistake. It, it's not uh, an accident. That's the difference in a crash and an accident. An accident, well, we don't call them that, I guess, because someone's made a mistake. But in good news... Highway 210 here locally, mm-hmm. closer to home. Yep, uh, we've seen a 26 percent reduction in crashes in the last nice. year. That's that's 26 percent of a bigger number. Um, fatalities, unfortunately, were about the same. Serious injuries were down, but those crashes sometimes it's luck that, that determines or inches or timing on when those two cars collided and. Um, whether it turned into being something more serious or not. But mm-hmm. on 210 from the Cass County to the Aiken County line, we've had a, that reduction, which means that there's been fewer people delayed due to a crash. There's been fewer people involved in property damage or uh, slide off the road or worse. Mm-hmm. And so we're very appreciative of the uh, the enforcement efforts that have come around that, along with uh, the opportunities to educate and let people know. Sure. So, yeah, we're seeing an improvement along that roadway, but continued um how long does that project go? Are they keeping enforcement on that area in, in higher numbers, or what do you we think? We will see. Um, we've we have had over a thousand hours of extra enforcement wow. on there, and uh, moving into the next year, we're going to identify another corridor sure. to work on. But uh, we will return to that area to keep a residual effect so that people are, are aware. We've had our dynamic speed signs out there telling people what their speed is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Most people are doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, the the earlier efforts kind of pile it up quick so people see what. Uh-oh. What it looks like, yeah, <laughs> yep. and and uh, we get to get to our destination safely and happily. So fantastic! That's been a good project. Uh, if we move a little further on to two ten, um, one of the topics that uh, I was just going to cover real quick was Amish. I, there's been a yeah. few crashes with horse and buggies across the state in the last year, and there's a lot of discussion about well, what am I supposed to do as a driver of a vehicle? Mm-hmm. What I can tell you right now is that awareness or being um, vigilant to where you're driving and and the conditions. Horse and buggy operation is is not um, easy to describe 
where they're going to be on the road, uh, where they're, how they're going to turn. It, it's determined by the road structure at this time. Mm-hmm. If uh, they're going to travel the middle of the road or over to the right shoulder, but uh, we're working on that. That's a, that's something that's in process. But if you're paying attention and you're looking down the stream, or you're, you're as soon as you crest the hill, you're going to be looking for something in your foreground. The thing that most people think is they don't see the buggy, and what really we need to pay attention to is how slow it's moving. Five yes. to seven miles an hour at, at 55 miles an hour, that gap closes really, relatively real quickly. Real quick, yeah. Yeah, real yeah. quick. So being aware of what you're doing, uh, if you're going to be in those areas where you've seen the Amish sign, and we can we can think of 25, uh, 210, 27, mm-hmm. these areas are, are more prevalent uh, with, with that community, and just be aware. And there's other places, too, that right. uh, you need to be paying attention. But for sure, in those state highways, we have those signing. That's If you see the sign, you should be looking for that situation, and yeah. day or night. Expect it. Absolutely. Yep. We all have a right to be on the road, so let's yeah. share it. That's and then good. I guess the other thing I was going to talk about, too, here in the um, Lake Country is we've seen some changes with our statutes as they referred to, or ordinances, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, as it refers to ATVs and uh-huh. usage on the roadways. Okay. Um, we've seen a spike in, in those uh, fatal crashes on ATVs in our, our area here locally. Mm. And I just, I'd encourage everybody to drive sober there as well, um, knowing that your uh, driver's license is affected by those incidents, whether you do it on an ATV or in a car. Um, if you're on the road right of way, if you're in the ditch or on the edge of the road or wherever you're at, it's the same uh, consequences as if you were in a DWI in a car and, right. and a multiplier effect if you've had more than one. Yeah, remember, you can get a DWI anywhere within the state of Minnesota on a motorized vehicle. There it is. So even okay. on your property, mm-hmm. right, operating a motor vehicle. So, you know, this this fits right into what Tom is talking yeah. about. So just wear your helmet and buckle up and have those safety pieces of it. Have fun. By all means, sure. all of this is have fun, <laughs> live life. We're not trying to say don't do something. Of course. Just uh, just do it safely. Do it safely. Use your noggin, That's right? right. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Well, we are out of time for today, but I want to thank you very much for uh, being here. And uh, stay safe, and, and you guys have a great holiday. Merry Christmas and thank Happy New you. Year. Same Merry to Christmas you. to you, too. All right. Thank you. My guest today, Neil Dickinson, the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Tom Nixon, the uh, regional coordinator with Toward Zero Deaths. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And always remember, too, now you can hear Community Focus anytime online on our website at 1067wjjy.com.